Hey, good morning, South Park Church. This is Pastor Kyle Thompson coming to you live from my kitchen. Thank you so much for tuning in this morning in these unusual circumstances. Just want to say how proud I am of all of you for the way that you're faring with uh, the coronavirus and all the warnings that they have out. And we want your safety to be the first and foremost thing. And so that's why we decided to shift to online worship today. And of course, our bishop has encouraged this as well as the governor of North Carolina. So thank you for tuning in. I uh, see we've got some folks starting to join here. And uh, again, just uh, this is something new for us as we stream on a Sunday morning. Uh, and I thank you for your patience and your understanding. But isn't it great that God has given us the technology to make this possible? I don't know about you, but it kind of feels like that we're living in a science fiction movie, maybe one that we've seen before, like outbreak or contagion. Uh, my boys were asking me when the zombies were going to come, and I had to explain to them that there's no such thing really as zombies. But uh, it's been an interesting week, uh, very surreal. Uh, I know that things really kind of became real for my family on Thursday. We were in Greensboro, North Carolina for the ACC tournament to see Duke play North Carolina State, and I still have my basketball tickets because, of course, they wouldn't let us into the stadium. Uh, they had initially decided to let the players play without any fans, and then they decided to cancel the games altogether. And so we were certainly disappointed, uh, but we know that was the right decision because I'm sure it saved many lives. And so um, when you're in the middle of Greensboro with your family ready to see a basketball game and the coronavirus has interrupted it, what do you do? We went to Cracker Barrel, and uh, we had a good breakfast together. And so... Laura's parents were with us. My parents met us there. They both live in the Greensboro area. And then uh, we sent the boys home with one of their grandfathers to go back out and walk in the woods. Uh, and the rest of us decided that we would go try to shop for some supplies because we got word that back home in our home that there was E. coli found in the drinking water in our neighborhood and other neighbors around our area. And so we didn't have any drinking water and people were saying that in our county that all the water had been bought. So we decided that we should go uh, try to find some drinking water, toilet paper, the whole thing. You guys, I'm sure, have been trying to figure all that kind of stuff out. But uh, it was just a, a weird day. Uh, and then they found two confirmed cases of the coronavirus here in Mecklenburg County. Uh, and then our bishop uh, suggested that we not have worship services. The governor of North Carolina suggested that uh, any mass gathering of over 100 people should not take place. And so I was on the phone texting and phone calling and emailing with our staff and our leadership team. Uh, and we made the decision uh, to uh, cancel in-person worship services this week uh, and also uh, moving forward until uh, the governor gives us permission uh, to lift this kind of time apart uh, in person. So, uh, so here we are. And I just want to say to you how proud I am again of you for hanging in there and uh, also of our staff and our leadership team. Uh, they've been working hard behind the scenes to figure out, you know, the best practices to move forward. And uh, we're in great hands with their leadership. In fact, uh, tomorrow I'm going to be having a, a virtual meeting through the internet with our leadership team and also I'll be talking with staff this week as we continue to brainstorm uh, about what we need to be doing. So uh, these are unusual times, uh, but we're going to rise to the occasion. My boys are trying to figure out what life's going to be like without going to school for the next two weeks. And uh, they asked their mom what it's going to be like. Is this going to be a vacation? And she said, oh, no, you're going to be homeschooled here. And she's already making plans to, to teach them. And uh, she's going to bring time back into 
schools. So they'll start the day like that. And uh, so we're all adjusting with this. Uh, and I guess uh, I just want to again say thanks to all of you who are continuing to join here on our live Facebook uh, worship service for South Park Church today, our friends and our family. Uh, we're talking a lot about how our lives have been interrupted by this coronavirus. Uh, and uh, again, we're going virtual today because we, we want to be safe uh, and we want you to be safe, but we want to stay connected and we want to stay together. We are a church family. Uh, we are a family and many friends and, uh, and our own personal family members. We're all coming together to say, hey, we're going to beat this together. And thanks uh, be to God for technology that allows us to come together in ways such as this. Um, just want to encourage you to continue to do what you're reading and, and hearing about from health departments, the Centers for Disease Control, all that kind of stuff about washing our hands. Uh, if we have to cough or sneeze, do that into a tissue, throw it away. Uh, just being uh, careful not to be around large groups of people uh, and just doing all the things that you hear. I don't have to repeat all that. Um, and especially those of you who are at risk, uh, age 65 and above, if you have any uh, health challenges ahead of the coronavirus, obviously you want to stay away from as many people as possible. Uh, my family and I are personally wrestling with this. My wife, Laura, uh, has rheumatoid arthritis, uh, which means that uh, it, it compromises her immune system. And so she's one of the at-risk uh, people in the world that the coronavirus could really uh, do some damage to. And so we're trying to be careful uh, to limit her exposure to everything. We've talked about if Luke or Nathan or I got uh, the coronavirus, she would have to go live with someone else and we don't want that to happen. And so probably no more Cracker Barrel trips for us until uh, things kind of calm down. So we're in this together with you. We're all facing our own challenges uh, at this time and uh, we hope it's going to be short term. And if not, we'll figure out how to do this together. The good news is that, you know, over 50,000 people have recovered from the coronavirus so far, which is awesome. We want to give God thanks and praise for that. You know, as a pastor, as followers of Jesus who are tuning in today to, to come together, and I think, you know, one of the biggest questions people have is, well, where is God in this situation as we're battling the coronavirus, as we're kind of being isolated in our homes and uh, individual communities. Uh, where is God? I think some people say, is is the coronavirus God's punishment? I would say absolutely not. I, I don't see that at all. I don't see any evidence of that. Uh, I think it's a man-made thing that, that's kind of gotten out of a laboratory. Uh, I don't think this is God's punishment. Others have you know, said, is this the beginning of the end? Is this truly the apocalypse or things in the book of Revelation starting to come true right here in our own times? And I would say, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think so. I think this is uh, it's certainly a serious thing that's going on. Uh, it's a pandemic. Uh, but if we, as we look back in history, we see that the human, human race, humanity, has, uh, with the grace of God, survived many pandemics before. The, the Black Death, otherwise known as the Black Plague, smallpox, the measles, malaria, cholera, cholera tuberculosis. Right? All these have been worldwide pandemics. Uh, the Spanish flu that we've all been able to get through. We're gonna get through the coronavirus with the grace of God and with all of the smart medical people in our world. Uh, we're gonna get through this together. And so uh, in times like these of uncertainty, I find comfort by reading uh, God's word in the Bible and Holy Scripture. And again, thanks for all of you who have tuned in today. And uh, I'd like to read a couple of passages of Scripture today. And, and first, I've got a friend 
uh, who's going to come and read to us from the book of Romans. This is a letter that the Apostle Paul wrote in the first century. Paul started a lot of churches uh, in the first century, and he would then write them letters, and most of those letters have become our New Testament. And Paul is writing to the church in Rome, which was the capital of the world back then. The Roman emperor was uh, in charge of everything, and Roman emperors used to like to be worshipped as if they were God themselves. And so it was uh, a dangerous time for the early Christians. They, uh, in fact, Jesus was killed himself, right, the leader of our faith. Of course, he came back to life and uh, has power over death. Uh, but followers of Jesus in the first century, it was dangerous, and, and they would be uh, arrested, uh, they'd be tortured, some of them would be executed, even Paul himself will be executed by uh, in Rome. And so Paul is writing in uncertain times, and uh, these are the words that Paul has to say to us in Romans chapter 8. And I'd like to invite my son Nathan to come and read uh, these verses for us. And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose, who shall separate us from the love of Christ, shall trouble or hardship or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword, as it is written, for your sake we face death. All day long, we are concerned that sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor any powers, neither height nor depth nor anything else in our creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Thank you, Nathan. Very well done. So Nathan read to us from Paul's letter to the Romans in uh, chapter 8, where Paul says, What can separate us from the love of God? Absolutely nothing. Not even the coronavirus. It also says that in all things, God works together for good for those who love him. I don't believe that God has caused the coronavirus, but I think that in this process, God is going to bring good out of the situation. Uh, as we come together, as we help one another, sharing food and uh, water and even toilet paper, resources like that, uh, as we pray for one another, as we have the opportunity to provide food for uh, children who are, uh, normally get fed at school but won't necessarily get fed uh, at home, we have a great opportunity. And so uh, I'd like to follow up on what Nathan said and read some more scripture to you today. Uh, and we welcome those of you who are joining. Thank you so much for tuning in uh, for our Facebook Live uh, worship service from uh, my kitchen today. We're grateful for technology and what God has provided for us and that we can be the church together as we come together through uh, the internet. And so uh, we've read from Romans uh, chapter 8 where God is with us in all times. Nothing can separate us from the love or power of God. And we know that in all things, God will bring good out of these circumstances as challenging as they are. Now I'd like to read a, a passage from the book of Acts in the New Testament. Uh, this is the story of the birth of the church. Uh, Jesus has been killed. He's come back to life. Uh, he's uh, risen into heaven and he sent the Holy Spirit uh, to earth uh, to be with us. Uh, one of his 12 disciples, Peter, has preached a sermon, and over 3,000 people have given their lives to Christ. Uh, and then this passage in Acts chapter 2 describes what the church was like uh, as, it, as it first started out. Uh, 
They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, those were the disciples, uh, and to fellowship where they would gather together, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. And all the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. Uh, they broke bread in their homes. They ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their number daily those who were being saved. Now, all this stuff with the coronavirus is going to prevent us from being together in large groups, but it doesn't prevent us from being the church. Uh, I really love this passage in here where it says all the believers were together and had everything in common. We're going through this situation together. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. You know, I think about when, when we see all the people, uh, ourselves included, going to the store trying to get uh, bottled water, toilet paper, uh, disinfectant wipes, uh, and the store shelves are just empty. Amazon can't deliver it. Uh, these places are, are running out of items. And I know that the government and the, and the companies are working hard to restock these items. You know, I think it's a good opportunity for those of us who have it to share with one another, to share with our families, to share with our neighbors, to share with the church. Uh, to, to share food, to share water, whatever it is that we have, that, that we can come together. And I really believe that this is an opportunity uh, for us to be uh, the church that God designed us to be, uh, that we need each other like no other time. And so I would encourage all of us who are in life groups or small groups to stay connected through the phone or the Internet, or uh, if, if someone needs something, uh, that we would deliver that to them. I know that the staff and I are going to be working on trying to take care of our very best of people who don't have family in town, uh, who might be in the at-risk categories uh, and can't venture out. Uh, if, if anyone needs help, please let us know. We want to bring what you need to you or, or find someone in our congregation who can do that. Again, we are in this together. We can share resources together uh, as we're the church. Uh, it's also a good time for us to stay connected. We're going to continue to do live streams like this. Uh, and hopefully next Sunday when we come together, there's going to be an opportunity for uh, others to join me, like Cole or Katie Ann, Kevin, Lindsay. Uh, they can provide some music. Be glad that I'm not uh, trying to provide music for you today. That, that would be a bad thing. Uh, but uh, we're going to continue to send out our weekly emails. Uh, we're going to uh, take advantage of phone tree technology to reach people in our congregation who are not on the uh, Internet uh, but it's just a good time for us really to make sure that no one in our congregation falls through the cracks. Uh, and so let's leverage the networks that we already have in place. Uh, I think as a congregation, uh, we're ahead of the curve on being a mobile church. We've done it for three years. And so now we, we have to adapt to what we're going to do on uh, Sunday mornings, how we meet together in a large kind of sense online. And we're going to do that. We're doing that right now. And just again, I'm very proud of you for being able to do that. We'll also look into opportunities to help our community as, uh, again, schools are shutting down for two weeks. That means that some children rely upon school meals to eat. And if they don't have those, they, they might not eat. And so we need to look into how we can help provide food. And so the staff and I, leadership team, uh, we're going to meet this week virtually and continue to brainstorm ideas. And if you know of anything that you'd like to suggest, you know, send us an email, give us a call. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We're in this together. If there are special needs that we can be providing. If you know someone who's in need, let us know. If you're in need, let us know. Uh, but again, how can we pool our resources uh, and get through this together? Uh, one thing that uh, I just want to say thank you for is your ongoing generosity uh, that makes something like this meeting right now 
possible. And as we move forward together as a church and trying to minister to people in the midst of the coronavirus, uh, our generosity is going to be more important than ever. And so if, if, it, if it's at all possible, I invite you to continue to give to the ministries of the church. You can do that online uh, through our website uh, and just go to the Give tab. Or if you prefer to mail a check to the church, you can go to our contact tab on our website, southparkchurch.com, and you can find our mailing address. Uh, your generosity is going to allow us to continue to be the church when the world, our community, needs us the most. And so I think, as uh, we read in the book of Acts, uh, we are called to be the church in all circumstances, and our community and our world needs us now more than ever. Uh, we need each other more than ever. And so uh, I just thank you all for being here. And again, all folks who are continuing to join, thank you. Uh, we're going to have a chance to interact with some questions here in just a minute. Um, but my son Luke and I were talking uh, a little earlier, and we've seen way too many sci-fi movies. And he's like, Dad, if this continues and we run out of supplies, are people going to be looting and trying to steal from each other? Or do you think they're going to share with each other? I said, well, Luke, I hope it doesn't come to that. But I, I think it would be a little bit of both. Uh, but that we as followers of Jesus have an opportunity to to do the right thing and that, that we share with our neighbors and with our families and friends in our church what we have and they share with us and that we're not isolated. It's not us against everyone else. Uh, we are with the rest of our church family and we're going to be in this together and we're going to get through this together and, and we're going to be okay. So um, what I'd like to do now, uh, you've heard from my son Nathan reading scripture to us. I'd like to invite my son Luke to come uh, and just have a word of prayer with us. Dear God, thank you that we can still meet online and please help us all be safe and please help them find a cure for the coronavirus. We love you God so much and please help us stay with you God and not separate from you. And we love you God, amen. Amen. Thank you, Luke. Appreciate those words uh, and that opportunity to pray together. Um, so again, thanks everyone for being with us this morning. Uh, if, if you have any questions or comments that you'd like me to share with all those who are watching, uh, please jump online right now. I'm kind of reading through some of the comments that folks are, are saying here today. I uh, just really appreciate all that support. It's awesome to see all the people who are with us. Uh, I see people are saying, I'm happy to take supplies to food to anyone who needs them. Uh, we're going we're gonna to take um, copious notes here. We're going to make a list of people who are able to do that. If, if that's a ministry that you'd like to be a part of, please let us know, and we're going we're gonna to a, make a list and, and keep an ongoing uh, list to do that. All right, it's awesome. I see people saying that they can cook and deliver uh, food. This is awesome. Uh, if anyone has contacts with schools, you know if people – uh, with children who are not going to be able to eat. Again, please let us know. I'm just scanning through some of the... Hey, Trey Steiner wants to be an intern again. We'd love to do that, man. <laughs> You're awesome. Oh, this is great. And again, any suggestions that you might have for us as a congregation moving forward uh, during these times? Excellent. More people just popping up saying we can help. Um, and again, if you want to maybe uh, send me a private message, folks who are saying, you know, if you have food, if you have supplies, wipes, toilet paper, whatever, uh, that we can kind of put in our inventory that we can help people with. Uh, one neat thing I want to show you right now, 
uh, and this came a week uh, early. Uh, this is a picture uh, of our construction site, and uh, they installed the cross this week. I'm going to hold it up. I'm not sure how great you'll be able to see it, but can you see that? So that's our steel, and that's that huge cross. It's going to be our new icon, and it's kind of got the, the new swoop to it, kind of like our new ski slope. Uh, that was installed this week, and it came in a week early. And we, we missed some of the pictures, but we got some now. But uh, I think the timing's incredible uh, that during the outbreak of this coronavirus and all of us being kind of confined to stay in our homes and, and stay away from mass gatherings, that in the midst of all of the steel, all the concrete, all the apartments, in the midst of South Park, in the midst of the coronavirus, our new cross has been installed right at this time. And I think it came a week early because God knew that we would need that cross as a symbol. And I just think that's such a powerful thing that as people uh, drive by in South Park, as people are stressed about the coronavirus, uh, that in the midst of all this construction, uh, they see the cross of Jesus standing tall. And that's what we're all about. Uh, and again, South Park Church, I'm so proud of you. It's just awesome to see how we have been the church without a campus for over three years. And so again, we are equipped to do this and we're going to figure all this stuff out. Uh, but I just think that's a beautiful symbol that the cross of Jesus is in South Park again. And uh, it came in the height of this coronavirus that really has affected America uh, and has kind of confined us to not being together. But in the midst of that, Jesus is still real uh, and the cross is still there. And so uh, that brings me great comfort. Uh, seeing some more uh, text uh, and messages from you all today. Uh, awesome. We've got some stuff about schoolwork. Uh, we've got stuff about gathering supplies for families in need at Carmel Middle School. Uh, this is amazing, guys. We're going to, again, I'm going to take inventory of this. We'll be in touch with you. Uh, this is just amazing to see, and I'm not surprised because uh, we are South Park Church, and we are going to be the church. Um, well, everyone, thanks today for tuning in. Uh, we'll be in touch again soon. Uh, no, no church in person next Sunday. Uh, we'll have another live stream, again, hopefully to have some people also to do some music uh, and to have more of a team uh, approach to this. Uh, but I thank you for spending some time on Sunday today. Just uh, enjoy this time together with your family. Uh, spend some time with God, uh, in the Word of God, reading that Word, uh, praying. We'll get back to the With Jesus series uh, next week. Uh, in the meantime, again, the staff and leadership team and I will be mobilizing to see how we can help you and help our community. If you have any needs, please let us know. Again, you can contact us uh, through the phone, through the Internet. Southpartchurch.com is the way that you can figure out how to contact all of us. Uh, but as it says in Acts chapter 2, we are called to be the church. And South Park Church, I know we will do that. So be safe, be smart, uh, but also do not fear. The most often used command in the Bible is do not fear because God is with us and we have each other and we will get through this together. I hope you have a great rest of the day uh, and we'll be in touch soon. God bless you.